Terra Particulosa. Here's a quick techie tour through four things happening in Acts. The words that go up will actually come directly out of Acts, um, but I'm more telling the story. Act 6. Acts 6, not Act 1. The first, one of the early hurdles that the early church faces is um, between a boundary, an internal boundary, Greek and Hebrew Jews. The Hebrew Jews had this big superstructure for looking after people. And what they were finding is that you're getting these rumblings of discontent because it turns out that some people are getting a lot of food, the Hebrew Jews, the widows of the Hebrew Jews, and the Greek Jews not so much. And so the church at the time, they select seven men who they think are well-respected and full of the spirit and wisdom, and they... Pray hands for them on them, lay hands on them, so that they can look after this division. The first boundary, one of the early boundaries the church faces, is internal. Will you cross that, the insiders and the outsiders, the people like you? Another hurdle, you'll know this story. The ultimate outsider. An angel of the Lord appears and goes to Philip and says, Hey, I want you off. I want you off down the desert road where he comes across the treasurer of Ethiopia. How about an out, much of an outsider is that? Because he is a eunuch. Which is interesting for us because discussions of sexuality go on in our world. And here is someone who ultimately is an outsider. He would not be allowed in the temple. And he is reading the book of Isaiah. Philip goes alongside and Philip asks, do you understand what you're reading? And explains it. And we probably miss this as Westerners, but the boundary that is being jumped here is huge. This is beyond Jew. This is going to the ultimate outsider who says, look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? Last week we looked at this chap, the murdering enemy, though we don't call him that because we've um, made him all holy now, uh, Saul, who has been uttering threats with every breath, killing people out to get you, and is, has a vision of Jesus and hears the voice saying, why are you persecuting me, made blind, and then I, Ananias is told to go to over to Straight Street. And ask for a man from Tarshish named Saul. Ananias, remember, says, uh, Excuse me, God, do you know who you're talking about? Last bit from Acts. And this one I'm just going to read, but I'm just get, get your head around it for a moment. You're in another place, you're a Christian, and so Paul goes wandering through the temples. Anyone been traveling? We like to take photos of temples, don't we? And Christians mostly are conflicted about this. Make great photos, but what if there's baddies there? What do I do? How do I handle this? Paul, standing before the council, addressed them as follows. Men of Athens, I notice you are very religious in every way. For as I was walking along, I saw your many shrines, and one of your altars had this inscription on it to an unknown God. This God whom you worship without knowing is the one I'm telling you about. 
He is the one who made the world and everything in it. Since he is the Lord of heaven and earth, he doesn't live in man-made temples, and human hands can't serve his needs, for he has no needs. He himself gives life and breath to everything, and he satisfies every need. For in one man he created all the nations throughout the whole earth. He decided beforehand when they should rise and fall, and he determined their boundaries. Paul, walking through a temple, sees an altar to an unknown God, not a Christian God per se, and says, hang on, you're talking about this. When you read the book of Acts, the place that the Holy Spirit seems to be most active is not necessarily when we're all gathered together. We are called to cross boundaries. While it's nice to have caution tape here, actually the Spirit calls us outside our boundaries. The Spirit is at work where we don't expect. So if we are going to celebrate Pentecost, perhaps we should pay attention to Terra Particulosa. What are the boundaries that make you scared? The places where you think God can't be working there. We like our maps, we now have our GPSs, we carry them with us. We seldom go if onto uncharted territory because we feel like it's all been charted. But in the book of Acts, it isn't. God goes ahead walking before us. And back in the old days, they didn't have a GPS, they had a map. And on the edge of the map was this bit that said Terra Particulosa, dangerous, unmapped, unknown ground. Unknown to the Creator, places you should be wary, speak out a guide, seek out a guide. And that seems to be the place in Acts where the Spirit constantly drags people to an uncomfortable place, which is interesting because we call the Spirit a comforter. Drags us to a place of discomfort. So... I'm going to give us all a couple of minutes to think and pray about what or where our terra particulosa is. Where are the places that God might be calling us to go? Where we're thinking, how can God be here? The places we're scared of. After that, we'll have some um, people come up. We'll take communion together. We'll have some, uh, a bit of reading around that. Um, it'll be come up to the table. And then we'll sing some songs, and actually, it's not really all planned from there. I'll sing some songs and ease on. Apparently, we have some lovely, yummy snacks for later, um, because um, uh, the people at uh, 21st weren't as hungry as they might have been. Something along those lines. Food? Yes. Yes, food. Yep. <laughs> Got it down to the bare essentials there. Um, <laughs> So now we just ask, um, your promise, God, is that when we gather, you are present. We invite you to whisper to us through our thoughts and feelings, through bring memories to mind. Where are you calling us? What is the land we would long to avoid? Where might your spirit be working? Come, Holy Spirit.